What is poppin' everybody? It's your boy Goquan. It's also your boy Count Hitcher from the Bacula. It's also your boy Young Ham Sandwich. And we are here for the first ever episode of the podcast that I should have came up with a better name for a very long time ago. But uh <laughs> that never happened. But we're here for the first episode of the podcast. I am here with my special guest. Okay, we don't have a special guest this episode because ain't nobody cut the check. So therefore, it's just me on this episode. And I also figured that since it's the very first episode, this would be more of like the trial run of like, you know, just the podcast trial run. So do forgive me if the episode is on the short side, kind of. But yes, I am trying my best and I do aim to have fun with this. But this podcast will be talking about just gaming in general, kind of stretch over some Twitter things. And if I think something should be covered on the podcast, by all means, I'm going to stretch over on to it. So like some on Twitter, maybe like some world news events, but I'm gonna try to stay steer clear of politics and you know minor world news events. And yeah, if you do like what you hear, if you want to see me live on Twitch, please, 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 please follow me and subscribe to me on Twitch at at twitch.tv/goquan. You can also follow me on YouTube. There you can join my Discord, and then you can you know you know you can shoot me all your podcast ideas through my Discord channel, or you can tweet me you can tweet them to me on Twitter. It does not matter, but yes, next next podcast episodes, I do plan on having more people. Like I said, this one will be solo. This is like a trial run, so yeah. And today on my podcast notes, I have the new Fortnite champion, Did Bell Define. Well, first I have up is the new Fortnite champion. Second, Did Bell Define make enough for retirement? Third, a debate on Twitch. Fourth, I have a brief rundown of a few Marvel movies and new TV shows coming to y'all to Disney from Disney Plus and in theaters. And for the fifth thing, I do have the new Smash character and what it is like playing him. But, at, uh, but um, yeah, I think that's about it. I think that's all I'm going to cover today. Again, do please forgive me if this podcast is a little on the short side because it is only me by myself. It's kind of hard to carry on a conversation just you, you know, you know, with just one person. Yes, do please cut me some slack. And again, thank you. Okay, so first on my podcast notes, we're gonna be talking about some history. Yes, you heard me right, some goddamn history. Not know that lame ass how homeboy flew the key on the kite and discovered electricity. We're not talking about how um, George Washington Carver may have made peanut butter. If he, if I, I, I'm pretty sure he stole it from a from a slave, I think. But we're not talking about how Colonel Sanders stole his recipe from slaves. We're talking about some real history. We're talking about Fortnite, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. History was made in Flushing, New York, Arthur Ashe Stadium, Sunday, July 28th, 2019. Yes, I do mean history. A millionaire was born that day. Yes, a young 60-year-old Pennsylvanian teen. That goes by the name of Kyle. I honestly, God cannot pronounce his last name. We're gonna call it Gandalf. Kyle Gandalf made history, and he became one of the richest son of a bitches in gaming to this day. Kyle walked into the Asher State, the Arthur Ashe Stadium, a virgin, and he walked out of there a three million dollar virgin. Virgin. He won the Fortnite World Cup that day and received three million. 
three million dollars is some change I forgot the specific amount I know it was three million dollars and just three million dollars off Fortnite is absolutely ridiculous on any scale three million dollars for a video game point blank period is actually just astonishing mind-blowing you know you know like I honestly can't I can't even imagine and from the pictures of it it's like people were already lined up and they had to have at least three million people watching just just watching the Fortnite World Cup honestly I didn't even know they even had a Fortnite World Cup to be a hundred percent honest this shit was news to me on Sunday itself but no I mean even if you don't play Fortnite even if you're not really involved in gaming because I personally do not like Fortnite I rather play games that actually require a lot of skill that's right i said it a lot of skill but still that is that is huge that is a huge 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 deal for just everyone because you can't like you you mean to sit right here and tell me that someone that if you if someone if, all right if i would have came up to you and told you three years ago that someone was gonna get three million dollars off playing video games we both would have laughed at each other we we, we would have both laughed at me and then we both would have started talking about something that actually made sense. But no, this boy right here made history. And to some that doesn't, for, for, all right, for some people that really can't picture how big this event is, you can also think that Tiger Woods only made $2 million off winning whatever the fuck the golf championship. Oh, what, what is it called? The golf championship? We don't call it the golf championship, but he made $2 million. The boy that just, Kyle Gandalf just made $3 million while playing a video game. A video game. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. A 16-year-old boy just became a millionaire while playing a video game. That is astonishing. As I already said, that is, that is actually mind-blowing. That is actually wild. Um, a couple... A couple weeks back, I read that the Overwatch executive, well, one of the Overwatch League's creative executives left the whole competitive Overwatch, you know, Overwatch League scene to work for competitive Fortnite. And I honestly see why when you can create events on this type of magnitude, like people lined up in Arthur Ashe Stadium, they had to be more than millions of people in those stands. And then whenever you have your cash prize of being $3 million, above three million dollars that's actually wild i would have left the overwatch league too because i know no one in the overwatch league is making anywhere near anywhere near that not not jonak not defran whenever he was in it you might as well hang all that shit up but yeah actually wild i'm happy for my man so he can go buy himself some pussy with all that money and yeah okay speaking of money and bitches we all know we cannot have Let's talk about a woman that truly matters. That's right, we're gonna talk about Belle Define, baby. Oh yes. Pedophiles, go ahead and get ready, because I know that's the only per that's the really her biggest fans are just pedophiles at this point. As we all know, her Instagram account was deleted sometime last month. I don't remember the day. I do not follow her like that. But um I just you know, I just decided, you know, this would be, you know, pretty dope for the podcast. No, just fuck it, why not? I was at a loss for notes anyway, so might as well. Might as well just throw that shit on there. <laughs> but after her Instagram account was deleted, there has been no word. No word from her at all. And that made me think, did this bitch really just make enough money to go into retirement at 19 years old? And um, I think she has. 
I think she I think she honestly has at this point because I have heard nothing from, I checked her Twitter I've seen nothing about it I've scoured the internet I have looked everywhere for some type of statement anything uh, I really haven't found much to be honest and for those who really don't know who Belle Dufine is and I'm pretty sure everyone does but basically she is a 19 year old that resides in England and um, she's really just an Instagram model IG thought I, I honestly can't put it any simpler than that and she got really big making off of her uh, Ahigo faces Ahiaga I, I, I really can't pronounce that word either and that's really it. And the thing that really gave her a big thrust into everyone's news is her selling her Amber Girl bathwater. Which I did not buy because I'm a firm believer of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. And I also had a life. And her bathwater sold for, it. if I remember correctly, it was $30 a pop. It may have been $60, but I'm pretty sure it's $30. And yeah, that is actually ridiculous. I'm pretty sure that alone, that alone made more money than I probably do in like two or three months. But the reason I say, did she make enough money to go into retirement? And after looking, I would honest to God say that she has probably made enough money to go into retirement at this point. And here's why. As we all know that Patreon, her Patreon backers have, you know, there are certain tiers for Patreon. Her Patreon starts at $1 for bronze and it goes all the way up to $2,500. For God tier Patreon backers. And yes, that alone is actually OD because I'm pretty sure she has at least three or four God tier Patreon backers at this point. And also, I also found that in December of 2018, the IRS asked a 19, 19 year old teen, they taxed her $60,000. Because of her premium Snapchat earning at 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 least two hundred and thirty thousand dollars, IRS seen that shit. They were like, "Oh yes, what's in them pockets, big girl? Come on, let me hold some of that there, right there. You don't want to fuck with Uncle Sam, man. The biggest gang you ain't trying to fuck with in, with America is the government. Don't be honest with you, man. Mm. Taxes, taxes fucking hurt. When that when that nineteen year old girl seen sixty thousand dollars, I'm pretty sure she said, "This ain't shit. I already know my." Undying fans will happily, happily donate $60,000 to me. So that's a big thing. And for those who do, who cannot really picture how much money that is, her premium Snapchat is $50 a month. And if it, it made over $230,000, just a premium Snapchat by, her, by itself, not counting her Patreon backers, her, pri her private Snapchat ownings are big, get like, just that alone is gets like has her set in a lot of other careers to be honest her private snapchat earnings rival that of a brain surgeon for one year just private snapchat let that shit sink in a brain surgeon makes as much as a 19 year old girl showing half of her tits on instagram <laughs> that's and that's and that's actually od like wow i don't know if i should be impressed angry astonished but i'm kind of just a mixture of both just to know that okay i went to school for 10 plus years for me to be this brain surgeon and you scroll through instagram and she gets six million likes and sells all this bath water and boom 
she makes the same amount as I do in a year. Only 19 years old. That is something to think about. But yes, I think that she's made enough for retirement at this point. I wouldn't say nothing to y'all fucking weirdos either if I made over $230,000 off bathwater, half-naked pictures, and all that shit. To be, I, I mean, I'm just being honest, dog. I am just being honest. What do y'all think? You think she's going to resurface under a new Instagram name? Or anywhere else? Let me know in the comments. Okay, next on the podcast notes is something that some people kind of care about, but I did not know that it was going on until I read an article, I want to say yesterday. But there is a big Twitch debate going on right now over breastfeeding, it seems. But yeah, there's currently a debate started by, started whenever the Heather's Effect decided she wanted to breastfeed her child live on Twitch. For those of you who don't know her, she's a Twitch streamer slash model. And I don't know what game she streams right off the back of my hand. But um yes, there is a clip of her feeding breastfeeding her newly born son. Um while nonchalantly talking to her friend that was also in the live stream with her. The clip is on Twitter because it was deleted by Twitch. And um yeah, it's been to spark a big debate over people. Who are basically arguing that she's only trying to show like you know that that people only breastfeeding on twitch just to show you know just just so that they'll show their tits and you know get more money from all of these you know from all of her followers and stuff you know really just it just really it was all a big sham to get more money from more people show more skin you know you know how tits streamers work but I don't think this was the case. I honestly think that she was just, you know, nonchalantly feeding her child. And like I said, the video clip, I mean, the what call it? The clip is on Twitter because, like I said, Twitch deleted it. But yeah. So basically, the rundown is uh, after her new daughter was born, she had to take three months of hiatus. And since Twitch doesn't have maternity leave, she basically lost three months pay because that is her number one form of pay at the moment. And yeah, she just, you know, there's a big movement going on right now about how Twitch should really normalize this. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I got kind of mixed feelings about this because I feel like in her case, yes, she was just, you know, she was just feeding her child. Nothing too, nothing to, you know, like nothing really devious in mind the way she was doing it. But I can also picture like some other streamers trying to do it. Just so that that way they will get money for it. But in her specific case, I feel like, I honestly feel like there was nothing devious at heart. But I, like I said, I already know they got a few, a few streamers out there that will happily pull out a tit. With the excuse of, oh, I'm just feeding my child just to get a few more subscribers. You know, buy themselves a few more pieces of, you know, shit like that. But another big thing, well, well, another big question a lot of people are asking, well, why doesn't Twitch allow breastfeeding in the first place? Breastfeeding in public is legal in all 50 states and is also allowed on mostly every other social media platform, including Instagram. But Instagram does also state that breastfeeding is beautiful. So why wouldn't Twitch want it on there? I don't know. But like I said, I can picture a... Yeah, I can I can picture a handful of streamers just 
Oh, you know, I'm finna feed my child on Twitch. You know, thank you for all the subscriptions and stuff. I don't know. That is the worst case scenario. That is what it should never come to. But will it come to that? Yeah, of course. Especially if Twitch does normalize breastfeeding, I can see it. Yeah, I, yeah, I can, I can see that happening a lot more often. Oh, that is something else, dog. That is dead ass something else. Next, next up on my notes, I do want to talk about the new Marvel movies that were confirmed. At, I mean, were announced at the San Diego Comic Con. And yeah, we got a lot of nice releases, and we got a couple releases uh, I didn't personally, you know, really feel like anyone really wanted. But yeah. And uh, one other big thing that I should really explain to a lot of people that doesn't really know this. Disney is making their own Netflix service, like their own streaming service, if that makes any sense. So where they only like they'll have exclusive Marvel TV shows, because for anyone that also didn't know, Disney does own Marvel. And yeah, Disney is going to become a giant monopoly one day. And it's really just going to just fuck all of us over. But who cares, right? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, Disney announced a lot, a lot of movies at a lot of movies and also TV shows at San Diego Comic-Con. I can tell you all of them right now. First up, they announced Eternals. That is going to be a movie. And then they also announced the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now, we all knew this was coming, and that's going to be a, a television, uh, TV show on Disney streaming service called Disney+. Plus. They announced another movie named Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. That is going to be a movie. They announced a, another television series called WandaVision. And they, all, they announced another television series called Loki. A Doctor Strange... Uh, uh, words, please, for the love of God. They announced a Doctor Strange sequel called Doctor Strange in the Mer Multiverse of Madness. That is set to come out in theaters May 7, 2021. That's a good minute away. They have a What If... Or they have a TV, television series marked as What If, and that is also supposed to be coming to Disney Plus Summer 2021. I don't know what that's going to be about. There is a Hawkeye television show. Again, we, a lot of people already knew this was going to come. This is also set to be on Disney Plus, and this is aimed to be released around fall 2021. <laughs> there is another Thor movie. Hell yeah. Woo, hammer. Woohoo, yeah. Thor, yeah. Woo. Love Thor. Hell yeah. <laughs> there is a Thor. I don't know how many movies they got in the Thor series. I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched any of them. I've never cared for Thor. That shit just... Ugh. Big man. God. Hammer. Thunder. Yeah. Woo. Hell yeah, buddy. But there is a new movie called Thor Love and Thunder set to come out November 5th, 2021. There is a Black Widow movie set to come out May 2020. That is a lot sooner than everything else on this list. So I already imagine that it is well underway in production. And also, a lot of people already know that this movie was coming. So yeah, a lot of people already knew that. I think Scarlett Johansson kind of hinted at it a very long time ago. And we, we kind of just confirmed it off there. But, well, you know, it was kind of a known... It was a known, unknown... Oh shit! How, uh, how does it go? Is okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was more of a known unknown that a black mid that a black widow movie was bound to come. Like we all knew it was coming, 
but we didn't know it was coming if that makes any sense like you know and honestly i don't give a shit about anything else i don't give a fuck about any of that shit i just listed i want to talk about this fucking blade movie fuck the bullshit blade 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 that is what it's gonna be I don't get. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I honestly nope. No, I honestly don't care. I don't care about Wandavision, Hawkeye, and but Blade, my nigga Blade. But yeah, but yes, we're gonna get all into that. First up on the list, I want to talk about is going to be the new movie called the. It is a movie, right? Yeah, in theaters, November sixth, twenty twenty. That's also kind of. That's also coming up very soon is a movie called The Eternals. And for those who do not know what The Eternals are, I have a brief rundown of it. So basically this, all right, so basically around early human, like, you know, early human times, Celestials. And Celestials were first introduced in the second Guardian of the Galaxy movie and it's Peter Quill's father. That was the first Celestial. At least I believe that was for, I don't really, I haven't seen every single Marvel movie, but I do recall I think that is, well, that's a Celestial, but I don't know if that's the first one that they've introduced in the movie in the cinematic universe. But yeah, Peter Quill's father, Celestial, and all the Celestial beings, which are basically space gods. This is the story of them coming down to Earth and experimenting on early humans, like cavemen. And they came in, if I remember correctly, they came down to Earth every 5 million years or so. And it did experiments on, you know, humans. And basically what either came out from these experiments were these beings that they like to call these, well, these superhumans, you know, they would call these externals if the experiments went well. But if they did not go well by any means, they will be marked as deviants. And deviants are usually these grotesque monsters with, you know, superpowers. And yeah. Now, I know you're pretty much asking, well, what makes this different from the super, I mean, from mutants and X-Men and, you know, metahumans from DC? What really sets the Eternals out from, you know, just regular superhumans? Well, this is actually kind of interesting. The Eternals have this, let's see, how do I really want to word this? They have the ability to fuse into one hero called Unimine. And yeah, that is something that super that is something that the superhumans cannot do. That's something that metahumans from DC cannot do. That is also something that the mutants from X-Men I think can can one of them do it? I don't think anyone from I don't think anyone from X-Men can just fuse with other X-Men. I'm I'm not a big X-Men fan to be honest. But yes, they can form into a Unimine. And basically, a Unimine is just a combination of three or more Eternals. I know it does yeah, I know like that is that is pretty broken. But but not all Eternals are are really overpowered, from my understanding. They have one that they have they have a speedster Eternal. They have one that's only really good with swords. They have one that that can turn invisible and stuff like that. So when you think of these three people combining their powers, you're not gonna get a Superman. You're gonna get a Unimind of just these three people in there, and you know their said three abilities all combined into just one person. Could it be broken? Eh. I don't, I really can't see it being broken, broken, but it will be interesting to see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I really, I mean, uh, I can wait for this movie. I, like, I really want to see this movie. Can I wait? Yes. 
Am I gonna watch Blade before I watch this movie? You're goddamn right. But yeah, that is just a rundown of the Celestial. I mean, not the Celestial, of the Eternals movie. Alright, second on the list, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And um, this, this movie is about a young boy named Shang, and, and I really don't know how to explain the rest. This is honestly going to be a Marvel's take on, you know, just, you know, kung fu movies. And I honestly really want to see it. Hopefully it just, I uh, hope it's really better than Ip Man, but I don't know about that. Ip Man has some cold-ass fights, to be honest. Hey, hey, Ip Man was kind of fucking clean. But yes, I cannot wait to see how they're going to do this. Yeah, that's really just what the movie is from my understanding. It's gonna just, it really just going to be just their take on the whole kung fu fighting movies and stuff like that. I know it's going to be better than a lot of other kung fu fighting movies because usually kung fu movies don't have a very good plot. That makes any sense? It's I mean, because think about it. Who's really watching these kung fu movies for the plot? We're watching for the fight scenes, baby. Let me see somebody get punched in they fucking face. I want to see karate chops. I want to see brick breaks. I want to see flying roundhouse, monkey kicks, all that good. I want to see some Wing Chun in there. I don't even know what the fuck Wing Chun is, but I want to see that shit. Yeah. Ain't nobody watching that shit to figure out if he's going to get the girl that he always wanted. To see if he's going to get fucking, will, he, will his dream ever come true? Will he ever get to avenge his father? No, I honestly don't care. <laughs> I want to see somebody get kicked in their fucking jaw. Like, dead ass. <laughs> But like I said, hopefully this will be the Kung Fu movie with a good plot. No, no, not even a good plot. I hope this is the Kung Fu movie with a great plot and even better fight scenes. I have utmost faith in... Uh, uh, utmost faith. Utmo uh, words, for the love of God. Please help me. I have the utmost faith, faith in Marvel when it comes to this type of stuff. So, we gonna see. Again, Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings is... Freaking, it's targeted to come out February 12, 2021. We got a minute for that comes out. We got a minute for you to see a trailer for that shit. And yeah. Alright, next up on my list, I have the Disney television show WandaVision. And I'm going to be 100% honest. I have seen so many movies with this woman in it. And I just called her Scarlet Witch. I did not know her name was Wanda. I swear to God, I never knew her name was Wanda. I just called her the just, just, just Scarlet Witch. That's the only thing I just kept it at. And yeah, I don't know what this television show is going to be about. I am not familiar with her comics at all. But from the movie, she looks really cold. She looks she looks pretty cool in, you know, in the movies and shit. But, yeah. Woo! Scarlet Witch, hell yeah. Yeah. Woo! Fuck yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Not the shit that, like I said, the shit that matters now. Fuck all that bullshit. The Blade. The, there's a Blade remake coming, people. I don't know if you... Blade. They had me at Blade. I didn't even care. After I read the word Blade, when I seen all these announcements, I was like, yo, fuck all the other bullshit. When is Blade coming out? And sadly, you already know how they did the black man. There is no, there is no targeted date for Blade yet. They have targeted dates for everything else, but just not Blade. Okay, alright, okay. I, okay, I see how it is. But, I do know who the main, who the main actor the fuck damn it what's the word the person they cast to play blade is not gonna be the iconic wesley snipes surprise surprise even though you know 
For those who also don't know, Wesley has been going through a lot, and I do mean a lot of drug problems. And I'm pretty sure Wesley Snipes is still playing Blade somewhere else in America right now. But the person they cast as the new Blade is none other than the Mahershala Ali himself. For those who do not know who Mahershala Ali is, he is the one that played Cottonmouth in the Marvel's TV, in the Marvel television series that appeared on Netflix called Luke Cage. He played Cottonmouth. He also played in Alita's Battle Angel. And um Actually, what else did Mahershala Ali play in? Let's see. Uh, her Mahershala Ali. Woo! What all did Mahershala Ali play in? He played in Moonlight in 2016, Luke Cage in, like I've already said, Luke Cage, Alita Battle Angel in, 29, in 2019, The Green Book in 2018. He has played in a lot of movies, actually. He was, uh, he was also the voice of Prowler in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. He was in the House of Cards. Apparently, he was in Hunger Games. And yes, he was in a he is in a lot of movies. You may not have noticed him, but I do like him. He is a good actor in my opinion. My favorite role so far has been him and um him playing Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. If you haven't seen Luke Cage, I would definitely tell you to go back and watch it, even though it was canceled after the second season. Because of Disney and their new streaming service, they fucked up my whole show. And they left off on a really good point. They left off on such a cliffhanger and I'll never know how it ended. Fuck my life, I know. Yeah, I'm honestly just I'm honestly just excited for this new blade, to be honest, dog. <laughs> and I've already seen screenshots of Mahershala in his like blade, you know, in his blade costume with the red eyes and the katanas on his back. Hey, it looks dope. It looks dope. I'm way more excited for Blade than WandaVision. Like <laughs> I'm so much more excited for Blade. Now, I'll wait for you. Hey. You thought I acted a fool for Black Panther? Wait till Blade comes out. It's a fucking rap. Deadass. It is a dead ass rap. Cannot wait. Cannot, cannot, cannot wait. Okay, last but not least on my podcast notes yesterday, they had a new Smash character hit their servers. That's right. The hero from Dragon Quest hit Smash servers around... I didn't get mine till about 7. Well, actually, I didn't. I want to say it was about 7 o'clock, maybe 8 o'clock my time. And I couldn't even play the hero because, uh, you know, the servers, um, you know, like the server maintenance that follows very shortly after, very shortly after its release. But yes, I played hero for just a little while because I, I had to go to work and stuff the next morning by the time the servers came up. But from what I can tell, he is a lot of fun. But I've also seen some pretty ridiculous shit going around Twitter. I literally seen a person die at 0%. 0% to a sizzle and also a sizzle and a F smash critical hit. Now, for those who do not know anything about this new smash character, all he has a few. He has the most special moves in the entire game. If you use his down B, there is a... There is a huge choice of randomized moves that'll pop up four by four. I'm just gonna read them all out to you that way you'll know what they do. You have oomph, which raises your attack power. You have psycho, which increases the power of your next attack. You have bounce, is basically just a reflector of all projectiles. Heal and heal does you know what heal should do. You didn't know that heal 
kills you. I, I think, I think, I, I mean, I think that we have a, uh, a problem, man. We got Flame Slash, and the fire just spreads, spreads in front of you for Flame Slash. We have Crackle Slash. That is more of a... How do I put this? It is basically a slash that freezes your opponent if, if you can land it successfully. You have Accelerate, which is increases your speed. You have Kaboom, it sets off a you know a good old decent sized explosion you have snooze and basically what snooze is it comes out as like a little wave and whatever gets hit by that wave the wave is very short distance i know because if it was long distance it'd be completely broken it puts your opponents to sleep for a short while but from my understanding they're they don't say sleep for very long seems you have hatchet man which is a critical hit whenever it lands you have thwack now this move thwack is so broken. Thwack can just KO an opponent at any percent. It is like it's like a randomized num uh it alright thwack is just nothing but RNG and if it pulls the right number boom you literally send your opponent to the shadow realm. But obviously the higher the percentage the higher chance that you'll get a successful thwack and they'll just fucking vanish off the face of the earth. Like, I have seen some really OD clips with that. You have Zoom, which lets you recover from anywhere in the map. And I do mean anywhere. If you're a big fan of these, plat of the, you know, you know these platformer games, you know that, well, not every single character has the best recovery. And Zoom is basically just, if you, if you are lucky enough to get knocked off platform, and you can just spam, and you can hurry up and shuffle through, you can get Zoom in that little menu. It's really just a get-out-of-jail-free card at any percentile. And then after you use Zoom, you do have another jump, and you can do things out of Zoom while you're coming back to platform, which is also really big. You have Metal Slash. Oof. Yeah, Metal Slash, we can KO only a metal opponent. If you hit a metal opponent with Metal Slash, your opponent does lose stock instantaneously. They do not take damage, they just die. <laughs> you have Hocus Pocus, which has an unpredictable effect. I've seen Hocus Pocus poison people, give them the slow effect. I've seen people get the wax out of Hocus Pocus. It is really just a random move. You get Magic Burst that use all your MP for just a magic self-destruct, which is... I don't know how I feel about that. It's literally just you like you're using self-destruct with all your magic. Then you have Kamikaze, which produces an extremely... Like, like a just, just, just a... Bigger, bigger, bigger explosion than Kaboom, and you will deal a shit ton of damage, but you do lose your stock in return. Well, as a trade-off, you do lose your stock, as I just said. Honestly, this kid, this hero was a lot of fun these past, like, last night, whatever, like, little percent I did play of him, he was a lot of fun. But yeah, I cannot wait to play him more in depth on twitch.tv slash Goklon. Go ahead and slide through. I had to put that shameless plug off up in there. But yeah, like I said, he is really fun now. Even bigger question, when is Banjo coming out? If I remember correctly, Banjo was also said to be coming out around summer, if I think correct. So even though we got the hero, we all know what we really want. We all really want the Banjo. Come on. We all, look, we all know what we really want. Nintendo knows, Sakurai knows what we want at this point. He just like, nah. And I also find it funny that, um, that they, like, they confirmed this hero for July. But they literally released him like two days before August, not fucking August 1st, 
next month. I would bring next month in August. Yeah, 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 yeah. August first. I'm fucking damn. I'm tripping. Okay, but yeah, they literally released him just two days before August first. And I was like, you already know what was going around Twitter. You already know the hoes mad. A hoes mad. Hoes dying at zero, dog. Hoes is literally dying at fucking 31%. Hoes are fucking mad. I am mad. I, bro, if I got hit at, if I die at 0% to a hero, I'm just turning off the game. I'm playing something else. That shit is actually wild. I have fun with my Incineroar, but at least we actually kill at, at like, you know, at like a general percentage within, you know, with my type of, you know, my main character. I Just just imagine just getting into the game, hopping down off like that initial platform, getting hit with the sickest. Because the way I seen it happen on Twitter, it was a sizzle. It was a sizzle and it also uh, had a critical hit on it. So it's like he actually died at zero percent. That is like he just he just died at zero percent and everyone was like the whole Discord call was in shock. And I would have been in shock also if that shit would have happened to me. I would have had to fight my homeboy in real life. Well, yes, you can play multiple Dragon Quest heroes. Um, I forgot all of their names. But Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That is a no. That is a fun time in Smash. It's a great day for Smash. But yeah, I think that's everything I have on my podcast notes. Like I said, do forgive me if it's only twenty minutes long, or you know, if it's a little bit on the short side. I am by myself this time as a trial run. Next episode, I will have maybe one or two special guests to keep the conversation going a lot longer. But also, do not forget to like on either. You know, don't forget to like. And yes, again, this is Goquan. I'm signing out. Peace.